0: In a world that tells us that slip and shiny is the only way to go when it comes to building our businesses, I'm here to provide an alternative. I'm Joe Casey, and I'm the coach you come to when you've grown tired of those bro marketers and their obsessions with the size of their funnels and how early they get up every morning. In this podcast, I'm gonna be sharing the Unshiny approach to doing business and how this can lead to greater connections, more clients, and an all-round lovelier way of doing things. It's all about showing up fully as our genuine selves. Yes, even with the imperfection and the messiness that can come along with that. I'm gonna be having conversations with fellow business owners, but also people who are pioneers in changing our perceptions of success and who we have to be to attain that. So join me each week as we dive into helping you build your Unshiny business. Hi, this is Jo Casey. Welcome to the Unshiny podcast. Okay, so today I'm going to talk to you about how to be the coach in your own business A.K.A. why it takes a village and what's wrong with the patriarchal capitalist model of the lone hero idea of running a business (laughs) Which I just put as a subhead because it made me laugh But yeah, it's kind of what we're going to be talking about But hopefully in a way that is a bit more interesting than the class that you signed up for at college to get the extra credits Because it just looked like. An easy one to do. I want you to think of the the kind of the great American hero concept, and in Britain we have our own version of it too. I, I'm I'm thinking particularly of the American cowboy idea, because I think it's such a iconic, powerful, and pervasive image. Not just within the business world, but within a kind of Western culture overall. The idea of the lonesome, self-contained, strong, decisive, (laughs) will be pistols at dawn if you cross them, freedom-loving cowboy. I was doing a bit of research into this and discovered that As with many of these things, it's total bullshit. Cowboys were, in reality, it was a very common job that was held by many different types of people. There was a huge amount of the Mexican population worked as cowboys in the days of the Wild West. Similarly, African people of African descent, African-Americans. Yes, some women did it too. But that doesn't fit with the idea that we have of the cowboys being a white male. Cowboys was very often it was about wrangling cows. That was it. So how it translated into the idea of the gunslinger, into the idea of the long guy on the horse, is really interesting. And I discovered that the idea of the cowboys this iconic image that is the real kind of mythology around it did not really come into play until the 1960s oh by the way there's a whole other discussion to be had about the westerns and the idea of the cowboys in the the 30s and, and the 40s and then later on in the 1960s and about colonialism and all of that self and the white supremacist racist undertones, that's another podcast for and probably another person. But if we talk, think about the cultural image of the cowboy, and honestly, I will link this to why this impacts your business, I promise. If we think about the cultural image of the cowboy, it wasn't until Marlboro in the 1960s decided to use that image of the Marlboro cowboy. And have their their advertising campaign around that. That 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 idea of the cowboy being the receptacle for m- real manhood, real male identification, really came, really kind of took hold. This idea that well here's here's a quote, I've always acted alone like the cowboy. The cowboy entering the village or city alone on his horse. He acts. That's all. Henry Kissinger said that in 1972. So this idea that this, this lone cowboy who acts, that's all, is, is, is a real pervasive one that has translated through to the idea of what makes a great leader... And what makes a great business person? If you think of the the real iconic people that we see as being the charismatic business leaders, the Richard Bransons, the... I'm not going to say the, the orange man's name. But even Oprah and Beyonce and Jay-Z and the people who are seen as being real iconic business leaders. They have this idea, this mythology almost around them that... Their success is down to just their pure strength of will and determination and their individualism. I don't know these people, personally, but there's always an awful lot of stuff that's going on behind the scenes, and yet this mythology carries on. I think it's safe to say that the kind of past, Five or six years haven't been that great in terms of how we relate to one another as humans, and we can call it late-stage capitalism, we've seen the rise of of fascism, again, in, in Europe and in the US, and I think a lot of that can be, not all of it, obviously, but a lot of that can be brought back to this idea of this toxic myth of individual freedom, Individual freedom for some people, i.e. the white male. But let's talk about how this then relates to you as a business owner, to me as a business owner. Because we also have a similar kind of idea of the lonesome cowboy in running gold business. The idea of the plucky solopreneur. The entrepreneur, there's, a, there's the ads for, the, there's one for one of the cloud accounting systems at the moment. It's like, you are the salesperson, you're the delivery team, you're the marketing assistant, you're the social media manager, and you're the bookkeeper. And, and yes, that is true. That is the reality for many of us, certainly when we're starting out. But what that can translate into is this idea that there is something inherently worthy and valuable in that doing everything all on your own. And don't get me wrong, the reality is that certainly when we're first starting out until we're starting to generate enough income that we can bring on team members, that we we have to do all of those things. And there's also something about the fact that running your own business, whether it be a company of of one, or you or you, you have some people who are there to, maybe you, you outsource some things, There is something very empowering about that. I love running my own business. I am a massive introvert. I do not play well with others. Not that I get fighty with them. I just, I'll go very quiet and I'm not great contributing to a team, but I love the fact that I can take an idea or for a product or for a service and I can create a sales page and I can get out in the world and I can be running it and I can be making money for it and I can be doing that really quickly. I don't need to ask anyone else's else permission. I don't have to be at my desk for a certain time unless I've decided that's when I'm going to be at my desk. There is a huge amount of empowerment that comes with that and there is a certain toxicity that comes with that if it's taken to its extreme. And I'm somebody who has taken it to its extreme. I I am somebody who, a few years ago, was regularly working like 10, 12-hour days without rests and and it did not end well. On the flip side, we also have this pervasive message from a lot of people selling marketing programmes coaching programs none of the people we know none of, none of us but there are some people out there who do who do this but this, this is joking aside this is a, a really common idea that you need a coach or you need to join a high-end group program or you need somebody who is going to tell you what you need to do and this makes me especially uncomfortable once You see how the idea of the expert, the authority figure, is is manufactured and constructed, once you can see behind the scenes a little bit. But there is this idea that you are on your own and you need someone to tell you what you should do, which can end up becoming incredibly disempowering. There are so many high-end coaches and coaching programs out there where the model is based on power over they are the authority you are there to learn student teacher if if you like and it seems to be particularly pervasive in the coaching industry i don't know if that's true but that's the industry i spend a lot of time in I think Maggie Patterson calls it the the celebrity coach, the celebrity business owner, the person who's they have this real iconic brand around their own personality and around themselves. Very often, what is sold is the idea that you need their system, or you need their mindset hacks, you need their secret source, and if you can just replicate that, then you will be able to have a business just like theirs. And I have signed up for some of those programs myself i weep the amount of money i've spent over the years on those kinds of things and i know so many other people who have done a similar thing millions are made from business coaches all over the world selling their programs on the back of this premise that not only do we need to learn exactly how that teacher launched and runs their business but that doing so will be our only way of finding success But the reality is that it's littered with broken promises and maxed out credit cards and a dwindling sense of, I can't make this work, so there must be something wrong with me. Or, as we've talked about in previous episodes, I have to be like them in order to make this work. It puts all the onus for making it work onto the person who buys the program all the responsibility for that and yet it puts all of the the power in the relationship in the hands of the coach or you you hear, oh god you hear things that, that make me wince like if people are questioned if they're the questions asked not even necessarily challenged you've got to help you if you challenge them but if people even questions or ask for clarification it's like well you're just really not getting this or you have to do it this way, or you're just not coachable. That phrase you are just not coachable can be such a can be used in such a, a toxic and damaging way. The reality, though, is that this idea of the guru model, it's fundamentally flawed. It's just as flawed as the lonesome cowboy idea. You don't need a guru. And most of the gurus are sharing what's worked for them, maybe in of the best, best of intentions, but that doesn't necessarily translate to other businesses or stages of business, or oh, they're total bullshitters. <laughs> and they're basing their guru st- status on a combination of ego and what's called manufactured authority, which is Basically putting a lot of work into appearing to be authoritative Like you publish a book and you get all your friends to buy it And then you can say it's on the top of the Amazon bestseller list And you post pictures of themselves next to Richard Branson or next to Oprah Because you met them at an event and had a quick snap taken with them And look, I'm not calling everyone who does this a total bullshitter I'm sure there are a lot of people who are doing these things Because someone else has told them that they can't succeed without quote-unquote building authority and we're all following a script of what our business leaders are telling us to do. Often not out of malice or manipulation, but out of a desire to make a living. And because they believe this fundamental myth of the online business world, people will only trust an authority figure because we live in a patriarchal society and <laughs> the idea we need a patriarch to look up to. And yes, women also try and uh, emulate this, this idea as well. It is. It's patriarchy in action. It goes back to this idea that only people of a certain status can be trusted and revered. If you don't have a postgraduate degree from a prestigious college, then you're not as authoritative as someone who else, even though a college education is prohibitively expensive and not available to everybody. Or maybe you don't have access to. Or maybe there was, academically, that just wasn't your path. They'll have a picture of yourself of Richard Branson. Prince Andrew has a picture of him and Richard Branson and it only costs $27,000 a week for a villa on Richard's private island. Yeah, those things aren't available to everyone and yet what is it about having the picture of the person next to Richard Branson or saying they're on a business retreat on Necker Island that gives us this idea that they somehow know more and we can learn from them. And this isn't about shaming people for being rich or for having privilege. It's about busting the myth that having wealth or privilege automatically gives you authority over those who don't. Because the flip side of that is if you don't have authority and privilege or a certain level of it, then you are unable to have authority. And for a long time, and certainly within white supremacist patriarchal system, it is very difficult if you aren't Yeah, a white privileged man to be given that level of quote-unquote authority. Just look what happens to women of colour politicians. Just look what happens to if a woman dares to run for president or goes out and isn't model attractive. Our culture has always promoted powerful, rich white guys as the go-to experts for centuries. And that automatically diminishes the value of the not rich, not white, not guy in the process. And a lot of this stuff happens unconsciously. We don't kind of think, ah, why do I automatically assume that that person is going to know a lot about business? Because they have a business that seems from the outside to be doing well, and they dress a certain way, and they talk a certain way. It's because that's what our culture tells us. And on the flip side, it's also probably telling you, if you are not like that, that you can't fit into this world. That's what, when I talk about feminine conditioning, that's one of the messages that we have. So I really want to invite you to unpick and move away from the idea that you need an expert to tell you how to run your business. And that doesn't mean you go the opposite way and try and do it all by yourself and reinventing the wheel and exhausting yourself in the process. The truth, as always, is something else. What we need is a different model of doing our business, one that places your power and agency at its centre. So there are going to be times when you will likely need or benefit from Having some strategic help, I mean somebody who is on how I can get that big picture of your business who has experience of or some insights into maybe how does the the market currently work, or what are some of the things that that could work for you and your 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 business at the moment. I recently hired a content strategist who was able to help me strategically map out six months of content because i needed her her kind of her expertise and her outside picture you will probably also need or benefit from a coach a coach who is going to be able to hold space for you and help you work through the the stuff that inevitably comes up who isn't there to tell you what to do but is going to be there to help and to guide and reframe things for you so that you can fully empowered from a place of that equal power relationship decide what's going to be the best next steps for you maybe you'll benefit from having a mentor someone who is that bit further along the path from you so for example in in my work i tend to adopt different hats of strategist consultant coach and mentor i I operate in those those different roles at different times depending on what the client needs and and where we're at in in a program and things. You more than likely need a sounding board, just somebody you can go, can I just run this idea by you? Because I'm not sure if this idea is just fabulous or... Terrible. Because sometimes you just need an an outside eye. You most definitely will need one, if not several, ledge guardians. That is the person who talks you down from the ledge. They are also known as the keeper of the business matches for the days when you're having the burn it all down times. And you need a group of fellow travellers, folks who are on a similar path to you who you can turn to for advice, for sharing experiences, for kind of getting when you did this, what did you what did you find? Or, oh, tell me pr- how that was for you. And, oh, I also felt a similar way. I'm not on my own with this. That whole idea of maybe sharing war stories or celebrating or just people who get it, people who you can just shop talk with. It means nothing if people aren't in this world. So you need people who just get it. But being the owner of your magic in your business, that's the essential bit. And having support, also essential. That way you have help for the areas that you need. There are times you're going to need someone to teach you how to do some stuff. It's going to be way quicker than working it out on your own. Why reinvent the wheel if someone's been there before you? And great teachers are wonderful and important I have learned so many amazing things from so many amazing teachers. I would not be here if it weren't for those teachers. I will continue learning from great teachers. There will be times when you need someone to just do the thing for you instead of you trying to do it alone. If you don't want to learn how to build a website or get the basics of graphic design, then hire it out if you can afford to. If the money allows... It will save you so much time and allow you to focus on your zone of juicy genius. And if you can't yet afford it, then go about it in the simplest, most straightforward way. Don't try and get really fancy. Don't try and do an all singing, all dancing. Do a fit for purpose until you can hire someone to do the all singing, all dancing bells and whistles version. There will be times when you need someone to help you see that big picture to plan the path forward based on maybe their experience or their expertise, someone who can take that helicopter view and help you to take that helicopter view of your business because you spend so much time in it that it can be really difficult to be able to, to do that for yourself. Having someone who will help you with that will save you so much time and so much money and energy a sounding board someone who can guide you out of the maelstrom of thoughts in your head, in your mind of finding the right place forwards for you. That's why great coaches and masterminds are priceless. Not to tell you what to do, but to help you feel into your own true north and find your own path and trust your instincts around that. And there's always going to be times when you, fellow travellers, always, 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 and I say that, like I say, biggest introvert ever. The big things that have made the hugest difference for me have been having business buddies, people who, maybe they do the same type of work, maybe they do something slightly different, but... Who who just know and understand the day to day reality of of running a business like mine, running a business. Maybe they're a bit further ahead. Maybe they're you know not quite at the same level, but they just get it. When you have that, those kind of layers of support, those circles of support around you, you get to choose your own path and your own direction, guru free. You don't need someone to give you permission. To try out new things in your business, there is going to be no one path that is going to suit everybody. And that is the scary thing sometimes, but it's also incredibly liberating. So much of the work, the emotional supportive work of running a business is helping you to push forward on your own path. I get that. It's so much more comforting and less scary if someone comes along and says pay me this money and i will give you the exact steps you need to take like, oh, that's so tempting that's so tempting but you know anyone who that has worked for because i don't there are certain aspects of people's business model i kind of go oh yeah i could try something like that or i could do something like that but there are no guarantees that what's worked for somebody else is going to work for you in the same way because you are unique. Your business is unique. Your clients are unique. And so an awful lot of running a business is trial and error, trying something, learning from it, improving on it, doing something different, looking what fits into your life and your energy and your capacity and what your clients need and what money you need to, to earn. And it's a creative act running a business. And creative acts aren't built on blueprints. And I get the desire to hand over the responsibility to somebody else, to the guru who will say, do it this way, do exactly what I say, don't deviate from the path, keep going, take this step, then that step, then that one. If it hasn't worked, you've not done it right. Because that's will tend to be the message if it if it doesn't work and it invariably won't. So what I'm inviting you to do is to take the less traveled path. The one where you make your own decisions with support. When you get to tune into what your head and your heart say is right for you, but without needing to rely on magical thinking or just wishing and hoping. It's far healthier and I would argue it's a far more effective way of doing things. It helps to move us away from this toxic idea of you need a guru to tell you what to do or you need permission to do these things or you have to do it all on your own and not ask for help. And this new way of creating businesses and creating business communities, mutually supportive communities, is so much more nourishing. It's so much more effective. It's so much lovelier as a way of putting your work out into the world. And that's what I want for you. That's what I want for all of us. Thank you so much for listening. Take care of you. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, please feel free to get in touch with me, joe at joecasey.com. And I will speak to you very soon. You've been listening to the Unshiny Podcast with me, Joe Casey. If you've enjoyed this episode, it would be great if you take two minutes of your time, hop over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It helps the algorithm to show us to more people. And I don't know how it works, but apparently it's super helpful. Thank you again, and I'll speak to you soon.